In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Guys, we honor you today. Because you are the proud and the few that are grinding it out in the stress bubble of life. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast, where we interview specialists in their realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our goal from every episode is to call you in to the arena, to call you out of everything hindering you from becoming your best version, and to call you up to the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, Everyone wins. Hey, I'm Jim Ramos, and I am here, as you have heard, with my buddy, Dale Culver, whose birthday is in a couple days. So happy yeah. bir- happy early birthday. Yeah. How are you doing, you. man? Uh, I'm doing old. That's Almost doing. 44? Almost 44. Yeah, that's it. I got I, some Cubans, so I, we can I, go do some Cubans I, and a little bit of buying you lunch day for your exactly, breakfast. I think you should restate that phrase. Havanas. <laughs> so... Uh, I got actually, these four little dark guys that kind of want to do some yard work. Cubans, <laughs> what do you think I mean, you idiot? Well, you know, some people have a mind of a middle schooler. I smuggled these young, these uh, these small Cuban right. guys over to to help you with your. What are you doing? What is he? Sinking. What's a Cuban? Come on. Oh, uh, so no, actually, I'm going to be. 45. I've actually never even seen a Cuban like a person before. Really? I don't think so. Oh, man. I, have you so, ever had a Cubano sandwich? No, I haven't. Those are good. Well, you might be able to get one of those today. We're going to head over there to uh, Pura Vida. Really? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I get there, baby. That's yeah. a bomb.com. That's, right. so, that's right. So that's you got right. a word, man word for me today? Yes. Okay. It's yeah. So should I pick the word? I'm Go gonna, ahead. Do Give I get to pick the word? I'm going to pick. Your, your, okay. I'm going to pick the word arena. 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 I was going to say mentor. Mentor. Why would you pick the word mentor? Well, because my my favorite mentor we're podcasting with today 
they push you and help you to do better. Sean is your favorite mentor. Yeah. So apparently you're more of a mentor than me now. So I just want to I've been mean to up. him lately. I'm, I'm still stuck on idiot. Can we say that on this podcast? Did we say it? Did we say it? Yeah. I think he called I think he called you an idiot. He's my hardcore workout partner. Now hold on. When's the last time you and Dale have worked out, Sean? Boy, well, I'm on vacation, man. You know that. But by the way, you're welcome. I'm yeah. joining you from Missoula, Montana. And yeah, yeah, thank you. Thanks for thanks for piping me in. Well, thanks for coming on our show, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in case and, you're and wondering, ha- Dale, I've, I've eaten my way through this place. Oh, nice. And I'm not, and I'm not done yet. You keep going because that'll slow you down to 3.5 on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll be neck and neck. <laughs> oh, neck and no neck and neck. I'm with you. Whoa, whoa, yeah. hey! Whoa. Happy anniversary, by the way, to your <laughs> wife, Emily. 15 years, years. pretty she's impressive. She's a trooper. Yeah. Four kids, four kids, six through 12. She's stuck with me. Yeah, she has. That's impressive. She's a wonderful, wonderful woman. And she's pretty, too. Can I say that to you? You can say that to me. It's I okay to say that a woman's morning. pretty if you're saying it to her husband. Your wife is pretty. <laughs> 15 years. She's stuck right by my side. Oh, man. Well, hey, we're back on the man word. What was the man word mentor? Do you want to talk us through the man word? We got a little tangled up there when you yeah. called uh, Sean an idiot. Well, I think we all have we all we all have mentors and we all should be mentoring someone. And uh so it's it's a two-way thing that we're we allow ourselves to be mentored by others to yep. be stronger and better. And uh so there's some things that you you are able to pour into me that are awesome. There's some things that Sean pours into me that are awesome. And then uh, I maybe I'm able to I don't I'm not sure. Am I able to pour anything into you guys? Do you guys get anything from me? Or am I kind of draining? If if we did not receive anything from you, then there would be no relationship because relationship oh. is not about just dealing with somebody who's an idiot. Really, relationship is 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 a mutually inclusive, a mutually beneficial, uh, symbiotic type of environment with another person. I so like it. I'm not about having. Holy a, I'm smokes. Not, well, friendships that, to me. Say that again. Yeah, that fr- well, I'll say it this way: friendships <laughs> to me are utilitarian. Yeah. I mean, they're you 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 don't just have a friend. We're I mean. We're 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 in the stress bubble of life. We're working full time jobs. Friendships, friends do stuff. Uh, friends are engaged, and there's a mutual benefit of that friendship. If there's no mutual benefit, uh, it's not a friendship. It's a it's you're a parent, or you're a teacher, or you're a coach, or you're a, a mentor, but you're not necessarily a, a friend. And I would say with Dale, for example, Dale is a friend. Mm. Now, if Dale says, "Oh, you're a mentor in this area," that's great, but you're a friend to me because I benefit from you mm-hmm. uh, and you benefit from me and, and you benefit from Sean and Sean benefits from you. Otherwise there's no point as adults. We're, well, and I we're agree. too old. We're adults now. We don't have time to play the, you give nothing to my life thing. Well, I agree with that. The friendship part, but you know, like wisdom wise, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm the one that everybody's helping to be better. <laughs> And then you're like, I don't know if anybody. <laughs> They're making faces at each other, like, "Yep, that's pretty much it." Well, there's a reason. There's a well for you, Dale. We see. I mean, if you're going to get real personal with us, we see great things in you, but you also have great burdens that you need to let go of to find freedom in life. And those burdens are pretty easy to see because we know and care for you, right? And we keep pushing you to get through those burdens. Like I've got guys that do the same thing for me. Pat does the same thing for me in the areas where I'm struggling. And so, I mean, because of that. So, but where you, 
in in your relationship with let's say a Sam Roberts or uh, some of these other young men, mm-hmm. you're they're benefiting from your wisdom, and so there is. And I am twelve years older than you, or ten years older. You so are. there is a difference in age too. Right. So I think that's what I would say. I mean, you know, if we're if we really care for somebody, we're going to call them up. Right. But to call somebody up, you have to call them out. Very good. I like it. So, I like the free tootsie rolls at the gym, Dale. That's that's <laughs> what's in it for me. You know what? Oh, Any yeah. gym that you have Pizza Friday, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I can't. I don't. Know. I can't be a free, member there. Free tootsie rolls every day. Yeah, yeah. I. You know, I don't know. So okay. So so that's so that's a good word. Mentor. I think yeah. every man. You hit the nail on the head. Every man should have a mentor, and every man should be a mentor. Yes, and I think Sean and I should start kicking off our. Our uh, Friday Facebook Fridays, uh, just inspiring men with our videos at the gym. Don't you think, Sean? Good picture with a duck lip selfie and maybe a little, uh, well, what it's called a peck, right? When it's a man, it's not cleavage. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. peck. Yeah, well, a peck. Yeah. It can be confused, though. Yeah. yeah. As long I as... Think that as would, I think that would encourage everybody. No pictures with Dale wearing his Daisy Dukes. <laughs> None of that stuff. So, hey, I want to jump into this uh, interview today. I'm really excited about it. We're going to do a different type of format and a little bit different style. And so if you haven't already heard, i got our good friend, Sean Strong. Uh, he actually lives here in McMinnville, Oregon, but he's in Missoula, Montana, for a, a little season of rest and celebrating his 15th anniversary. Sean is 43 years old. He's been a pastor for 17 years. Currently, he pastors a church in McMinnville called The Grove. He planted this church three years ago, and it is an exploding church that focuses on uh, really uh, discipling men. It's a very, very strong church. Anyway, he's also the lead pastor of the Men in the Arena closed Facebook group for men that has grown to over 9,000 men in just under uh, year, uh, nine months, actually. And uh, he's been happily married 15 years. Like I said, he's got three, chil- four children, two boys and two girls. They range from six to 12. And it's my pleasure to introduce my friend and Dale's mentor, Sean Strong. How you doing? <laughs> and actually, Dale, you probably, <laughs> and Dale probably doesn't know this, but Sean and I meet every week and Sean and I are, are uh, accountability partners. And so, uh, so Sean is real close to both of us and we appreciate uh, his investment and role in our life. And so how are you doing today, bro? Good. Someone asked me if I was headed on vacation. I said, no, my kids are. I'm going to babysit them while they do that. <laughs> That's good. Welcome to the bubble. I, I am the epitome of the stress bubble, guys. I'm living there. Yeah, you are. Well, you know, you are. I mean, you've got so many things going on. You're a you're a volunteer with Young Life. You're the lead pastor for the Men in the Arena a closed Facebook forum for men. I firmly believe in that talk. Yeah, you're well, you know, my yeah, my son's one of the volunteers and so for wildlife as well. And I became a Christian uh indirectly through Young Life. So and my my wife and I actually support them financially. So we believe in Young Life. Hey, so Sean, uh you got a lot of things going on in life. You volunteer with several different organizations. You're a busy guy. Li- literally you're living in the stress bubble of life. Uh, I know that you just bought a boat, so I can't wait to go try that out with you. Tell, <laughs> tell, tell yeah, happy anniversary for the boat. Tell us a little bit more about your personal life and uh, uh, the things you like to do. You know, for us, it's simple, guys. I mean, the reality is when I, I came to faith, uh, gosh, almost 20 years ago, it was dawned on me we weren't created to serve. And I've been trying to do that ever since, serve uh, in all kinds of ways, uh, in the ways you just mentioned, coaching and ways to impact our community, ways to do it side by side with my kids and with my wife and just always kind of eyes open to ways we can serve and help make uh, people in places around us better. So do you, you, you kind of sign on with a whole candle where you light a candle and the next candle lights, the next candle lights, but that original candle can light a thousand candles and never lose its flame. 
Is that kind of what I mean, your life is about? That's been our journey, guys. Yeah, which is why even when Dale talks about mentor being um, such a significant thing, you know, in my mind, we're just lighting candles and letting those candles light candles. And, and the trickle-down effect, and the beauty of it is we can't even see the impact. Um, yeah. And that's what gets me excited. And not only that, it keeps you humble. You have no idea of the way you're being used. And in my mind, that, that that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, you've done, I mean, you've got that father-daughter ball you started, and I think you grew that to, what, 11, 1,300 people. Then you kind of had to say, hey, we got to limit it a little bit. You do a thing uh, every Monday night. Do you want to tell us what that Monday night event is? Oh, gosh, man. And if, if you're out there listening, you have a chance to do this in your community. You really get the privilege of investing in a group, uh, community of, a group of adult developmental disabilities, and we actually do a, do a church service for them Monday nights, which, I mean, it, it looks like youth group is what it looks like. It's wild. It's crazy. <laughs> it's upbeat. It's, it's just a lot of fun. And I would encourage you, if you're listening, wherever you're at, all around the nation, around the world, if you have an opportunity to make that happen in your community, you will, uh, it will bless you. We are that church even on Sunday morning. That's a safe place and is, is an open arms to uh, not only adults, but families that have children with special needs. Um, if you've ever experienced that, we did. My youngest sister has a rat. You feel very much alone. Yeah. And oftentimes church feels very unsafe. And so we're, uh, you know, a small way that that's one way we can impact our community and, and try and love and serve the people around us. And I'll tell you, you'll be blessed for it, fellas. If you're out there listening and you're considering that or have the ability to do that, I would highly encourage you to take that step of faith. So, Sean, I mean, you got a lot going on. And uh, I mean, I, it's it's blurring. I mean, you got the four kids. You're very involved. I know you're a wildlife volunteer. You've got a lot going on with a, a startup church. And you are very involved in the Great Hunt for God. You uh, you support us not only uh, financially, but your church as well does. And you are uh, the lead pastor of what we're calling our Men in the Arena Facebook Forum for Men. Why did you choose to get involved in the Great Hunt? You've really been involved on some level for the last six years. What was it about the Great Hunt for God that you thought, okay, I really believe in this organization? You know, well, number one, I think I've shared this before. When we were planting and realized that we'd been given a lot of great younger men and that the reality was our church was being built on the backbone of them. I was looking for something that would help mobilize those guys, help get them encouraged, help get them in the game. Um, specifically, I was looking for something local. You know, there's, there's some great national stuff going, but I was looking for something in our area. And obviously, in our journey of friendship, I'd heard your heart. And uh, mm-hmm. the Great Hunt for God was perfect for, for getting these guys going. We launched our very first team with 18 guys. And then those guys became the backbone of our church. And then not only them, but their wives. I mean, these guys, you know, it's one thing to talk about these men. But these men also had excellent partners. And they really became kind of the service background of of this law and still are to this day. And not only that, have, have uh, probably been the most instrumental in, in growing our fellowship, especially with families between the ages of 20 and 50. Well, and then the, in the context, we've got to take this all in context because we're, you, this is not a city that you live in. You live in a small community of McMinnville, a population 32,000. So, you know, a mega church would be uh, here in town is about a thousand, right? But for yeah, you, in three well. years, you've grown your church to how many in, in Sunday attendance? I mean, it's really phenomenal when you think about the growth of your small startup church. You don't even have a building. You rent the community center. What's, what's, the, what's the average well, attendance? Well, I'll tell you guys, maybe the stat that I'm more encouraged by, I mean, attendance is what it is. We've gotten the privilege in almost three years of baptizing 54 people. Mm. And, uh, and within that group, a large part of them were great hunt guys and their wives and not sometimes their children and 
um, most of that group between the ages of 25 and 55. And that's what gets me encouraged. In my journey of ministry, that was relatively new to have that significant of a number of baptisms of, of men and women just saying, hey, we're in this thing for Jesus. We're taking a stand and we're publicly declaring our faith. That, that's what gets me excited. So, Sean, I got, I got a question for you that just popped up here. Uh, so when you were at your previous church, you were there for maybe a decade, I'm going to guess. Yeah, we were there almost eight years. Okay, yep. eight years. Then you launched the, the Grove. Has mm-hmm. your focus, uh, has your target focus changed in other words you seem to be very male men man focused at the grove as far as your ministry strategy and the the way you communicate did has that changed since your original uh, assignment and if so why you know that's a good question i'd like to believe we've always been pretty man focused and what for whatever reason in this new launch i mean the lord just brought us a a team of people built largely on the backs of uh, what I would call young men, uh, young family men that were just, just serious about their faith and looking to grow and looking to invest and looking to serve. And, um, you know, I've learned over the years, I'd love to take credit for that, but you just can't. That, that's a gift God gives you. And he's yeah. given us some uh, fantastic families. And um, again, I'd love to take credit for that, but I just, I know I can. And so in the meanwhile, you, you do your best to invest. And quite honestly, guys, I'm, they, they invest in me as well. I mean, yeah. I, I count this group of men. I, but every Sunday morning, I always joke, I'm standing up just, just talking to my friends every Sunday. I really believe that, and uh, we've been blessed with a great fellowship that way. Well, and that's what we talked about earlier when Dale used the word mentor. I mean, really, I think on every level, we benefit <clears throat> somebody else that we call a friend, and on that level, there's a mentor component. So in the areas where Dale's well, strong, he he would act as a mentor to me, and the areas where I'm strong, I act as a mentor to him. And you're saying you got guys in your church that they will, in some ways, benefit you and help you to grow and challenge you. Well, if I could add to that, I, I'm learning more and more that the church is, is probably much more about community and friendship than I even realize. Hmm. And I think one of the strengths even of our launch team and, and with Great Hunt for God, what it did is it created a community of men. Mm. Uh, that took caring for one another very seriously, took their marriages very seriously, took investing in each other as fathers very seriously. Um, And I just, I'm coming to realize the longer I'm in this ministry journey, just how important that kind of a community is. Um, And boy, when you can create that or when the Lord creates that in a church, you're really going to win Um, because it's just about so much more than what happens on a Sunday morning. I mean, you're choosing to live life together. Well, that's so uh, which, which even this arena page we're, we've uh, we've been able to create is it's becoming its own community. Well, and, and that's watch... what you had said. Yeah, you had talked about a community, and you and I. I don't know how the Great Hunt. Uh, I don't know how this Men in the Arena page was conceived. I can't remember, but I know a part of the discussion was you and I saying, along with our our hit team, our our uh, team of young entrepreneurs that are working with us on a bi monthly basis. We decided we need some way to know who is on our team. Who is in the arena with us, and what is our community? Because we aren't a church; we are this this entity that has men from all over the world, literally uh, involved. I mean, we have guys in Australia, South Africa involved on this page. And so, how do we figure out the guys that are on our team in our tribe? And so, the men in the arena page was launched. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, that page from your perspective? Well, number one, fellas, if you're out there listening, probably like a lot of you, I'm not a big social media fan. Uh, my honest opinion is Australia uh, as a nation and as a people. I think it's robbing us of couple time. I think it's robbing us of family time. I think we're being wildly divided as a nation over things that we would normally have looked each other in the eye and, 
and spoken face to face about. Now we do it behind a screen and over a keyboard. And so, that, so that's my personal heart on social media. And yet I recognize that it is a prevalent part of our society. And so I choose to use it as a vessel of encouragement, as an instrument of good. And, and really for me, I am very picky more about what I even do, especially on Facebook. And for me, this, this page has kind of become the one thing I do. I enjoy fellowshipping with each of you across the nation, actually across the world. It's, it's fun to see where you guys all come from. Um, but number two, I find great encouragement, and I hope that in some way I, I can be an encouragement. I, and I really think that's the key to living in the stress bubble is, is all of us being encouraged. We can do this. Stick to it. You got this thing, man. Your marriage is worth fighting for. Your kids are worth fighting for. Your you know, peace in your neighborhood is worth fighting for. Sticking and serving in your church is worth fighting for. Whatever it may be, I'm just learning the power of encouragement, um, especially in this day and age, is, is much more significant than any of us realize. Well, and, and what, I, what I, oh, sorry about that. I thought you were done with your thoughts. Well, I really so. think that's the strength of this page. And I think you guys would agree as well. If, if uh, you're on this arena page and you're getting to know us and we're getting to know you, I hope you're encouraged. No, that's really good, man, because this is not a place where you go and debate. You asked a question on the page on the group yesterday about giving, and all these theories came up. You know, wasn't it what, great from what people understood about the Bible, right? But there was nothing angry or malicious or vindictive, and no one was vilified. And, and that's what we're just trying to figure this out. We're bringing perspective. I mean, it is. I'm not going to lie; it's a Christian page. Uh, if we're going to help men to become the best version of themselves, we cannot negate the spiritual component of faith, which for us, we're Christians. But I want Dale to speak to something here because this is where guys get confused. This is not a Facebook page. This is a Facebook group. So, Dale, can you speak Correct. to that for us? Yeah, it's, so it's a group that uh, you have to be invited into, um, and you have to be approved. We have it so that comments are approved. Um, when we post something, everybody gets a, a, a notification, uh, whereas a page, you might get it, you might not, just depending on the algorithms of Facebook. Um, we have to, in order for on our Great Hunt for God page, we have to boost posts. We have to pay for everybody to see it. <laughs> but uh, this is more of an interactive thing, and, and so we have tried to keep it safe for guys by um, making it so that we have to approve comments that come in. Because early on, we did get some uh, where people were just trying to stir things up, uh, just to stir things up. And that's not what we're on here mm -hmm. to do. We're here to encourage one another. Um, we want to keep this page uh, or this group uh, clear of of causing fights. Or We do realize that we're all from different backgrounds, so we kind of want to stay away as well from like going hardcore, um, overly spiritual for some people. Um, where it could be something that could turn others off. And, um, and so we just want to think about everybody in this audience that this is a melting pot of beliefs, um, but we do stand firm that on, on certain things. Well, melting pot of Christian beliefs. Correct. I mean, so what Dale's saying, which is so good and wise of him, we don't want, you know, we have different spectrums. You have the fundamentalist, cessationist, Christian on this end, you've got the super Pentecostal, you know, guy on this end. So we want to be able to interact with these guys majoring on the majors, which is Jesus, and and focusing on the goal of the group, which is well, I'll let Sean talk about the goal a little bit later here. But Dale, so you you said that because it's a group, the good news is one hundred percent of the people see everything that's posted because it's a group. The bad news is is we cannot boost this. Now we have a goal to grow the group. 
So how does the goal grow? How does the group grow if we can't pay to boost and promote it? You have to share with your friends and add them. Or not share, but you just go and you add your buddies. And, and I know that uh, sometimes it's – I remember looking through my list and adding friends going, who's not going to come in here and go, why the heck did you invite me? Yeah. You know? Well, and I think, guys, from what I remember, we had a guy, I might even invited him to 400s, his number of friends. And if I remember the conversation right, he went through his friend list, and, and regardless of where they were at, faith-wise, said, you know what, I love you enough to think this is a page you would benefit from. And you're welcome to delete it. That's the cool thing about this. If you've been added and you don't like it, take yourself off. Uh, but I think if you hang out for a little while, you're going to find some things that encourage you. And I, I think you have ways to encourage us as well. That's the great thing about this. So with that in mind, if you're adding a friend that maybe is not on the same page as everybody else, if you have a guy that's uh, uh, posting something super overly charismatic, uh, that guy's going to just boot out of there. But if we're posting stuff that's going to help men to grow and and uh, just living in the stress bubble life, the everyday stuff, um, that's that's going to be encouraging and help build them up. Well, and what I yeah. what I've learned is that most guys in America, at least, and most guys I run across, b- do believe in God. Now they may have their own version, but most guys will tolerate talk about God as long as it's not over the top. Uh, you know, talk about God. Now, so Sean, let's say I'm a guy. And uh, you added me to the group, and I'm not a spiritual guy, or I'm getting bored with the talk. Am I? And I am I locked into this group until the day I die? I mean, do I have to? No, that's the beauty of this, guys. In fact, in, all, in a lot of ways, almost like inviting a buddy to church. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a little safer because, gosh, you just you invite your friend, he gets added to the group, but he can quickly just say "see ya" and walk away from this thing, which is great. We've had guys do that. That's fine. I I understand that. But like I said before, I think you'll find if, if you're going to hang out and kind of watch what's going on a little bit. I think, again, number one, not only are you going to be encouraged, but we can be encouraged by you. And I would encourage you, if you're out there and you're a guy and you've been watching this thing, maybe you haven't piped in. Number one, tell us about yourself. Number two, throw something out there that would be encouraging to the rest of us. That's the idea here is, is somehow virtually online in this kind of unique sort of a community, we, we do life together. And maybe you're yeah. in Tennessee and I'm in Oregon and uh, whatever it may be, we still have something to offer one another. And that really is the strength of this group is, is just remembering as men, we all have something to offer somebody else. So you guys is there getting to know me. My, my two most um, important rules in my life are husband and father. Yeah. And so for me, you'll see a lot of my posts reflect those two things. Man, uh, give me something on your sons. Tell me what you do to encourage your sons. Man, how do you take your daughters on a date? Give me an idea. You know, that, that's a lot of where I tend to come from. And let's be honest, believer or non-believer, we can still agree on that stuff. Investing in our kids is important, and investing in my marriage is important, regardless of where you stand with God. I think we can all agree on that. Well, and and I, you know, it's interesting, Sean, because we post our our uh, podcast links on there. We'll post my blog, weekly blogs on there. But it seems like the the posts that get the most traction are the questions. Can you talk us through why you think that is? Well, in my mind, that's that's doing life together. I mean, the same way I might call you on the phone and say, hey, you know, man, work is tough right now. You know, my congregation hates me. Nobody likes me. Nobody wants to, to be around me anymore. Help, man. I could use some advice. Totally. The, the same basic thing is going on here. And, and the cool thing is now we've got this group of us from all over the world that can begin to chime in on these things. And what I've loved about it is it's kind of taken on a life of its own is some of those statements. Hey guys, we're going through a difficult time. We just had a miscarriage. Yeah, and uh, and you'll see people that have been through there kind of offer their encouragement. And 
Others just say, hey, man, I don't even know you, but I'm praying for you. I, I know that's painful. And I'm out here in, in McMinnville, Oregon, just know I'm lifting you up in prayer. Or, hey, guys, just found out my wife has breast cancer. And we have no idea what it's going to feel like to walk this dark road. But here we go walking it. And just to see the comment streams of guys coming together saying, hey, man, I've been there. Or, hey, I have no idea what that feels like. But you got a brother out here in Iowa. And I'm praying for you, man. Well, we had a guy who had, was dealing with a, a son or daughter with trans with gender confusion, and they Absolutely. threw that out yeah. there, which is a real difficult topic. And it was really fun because one of our well, not fun, interesting, wonderful, uh, it was blessing because one of our arena pastors uh, had dealt with that directly in the past and was able to actually call this man on the phone and and minister to him. And so, th- th- really, the th- the problem with society, and I speak to this one, uh, Sean, is that we have we have a generation of men who are fatherless. We have a generation of men who are orphans. We have a generation of men who have been lied to by the media. We have a generation of men who do not understand manhood. And this really is a platform, no matter what you really believe, for all men to get a greater understanding about manhood. Well, and I think one of the greatest comments that I see from guys, all of a sudden, you know, they're vulnerable, I'm sure something's going on, and all of a sudden, here's a dozen comments within, you know, 10, 15 minutes, and you'll hear that guy chime in and go, wow, it's so nice to know I'm not alone. Hmm. And, and I think we struggle with that, all of us, more than we know, this idea that, that somehow I'm all alone out here having to deal with life's challenges, and and uh, I think, you know, if nothing else, and you don't have a community even in your own hometown, this is a place where you can find encouragement and realize we're all in this thing together. None of us gets out of it unscathed, not any of us. And uh, the more you watch, the more you realize that this is the human condition. <laughs> you know, yeah. quite honestly, guys, if I, if I could be a little preachy here, maybe you're out there and you're a father, I would encourage you. We are Christ-based. I don't make any apologies for that. But if you've brought children in this world and you're listening, guys, you got to have answers for them. And uh, for me, Jesus is that answer. But but either way, you've got to know because one day, you know, they are they're going to be facing that next journey that we all call death. And as their father, you owe it to them to have the answers for what comes after this life. And I would encourage you guys if you're listening to this, and again, I don't want to be preachy, but guys, you owe it to your children to figure this thing out and to do the hard work of the study because uh, your your children's futures depend on it, and you gave them life. And you owe it to them to have those answers for them. Well, and the other thing, Sean, is that they're going to be asking the questions. And then so if the, the man who's been designated as the leader of their family does not have those answers, they're going to find them from social media, from the from the news, from uh, uh, Hollywood, from their peers, from their teachers. They're going to find those answers. Well, in my mind, there's three big questions that every man has to be able to answer for his kids. Where did I come from? Why am I here? And what happens next? Let me say those again, man. Yeah. I, I think these are these are the three biggies. Where did I come from? Why am I here? And what happens next? And guys, I just again, I'm not. I don't have an axe to grind here, but I have four kids, and the reality is, one day, whether I like it or not, death is coming for them. I, I don't even like to talk about that, but it's a fact. Yeah. And I've got to have those answers for them, guys. I owe it to them. Um, this, their souls depend on it. So I would just encourage you, man. Where did I come from? Why am I here? What happens next? Those are life's three big questions, and as leaders, we got to answer them for our children, or somebody else will. Yeah, and I think another question, too, is what happens when life doesn't go my way? Yeah. You know, what happens when mom gets cancer? What happens when dad loses his job? Well, and guys, what? that in my mind is the strength of this page. Yep. 
I mean, as I watch this, in an odd sort of way, it's comforting. You know, I'm not the only guy dealing with this stuff. And my stuff might be different than your stuff, but every single one of us is going through something difficult right now. Every single one of us at some level. And I find it oddly encouraging to look around and go, okay, we're all in this thing together. And that, again, that's the power of encouragement. They'll say, you got this, man. I've either been there or I'm pulling for you or I'm praying for you. One of those three things. You can do it. You have what it takes. Yeah, I, lo- I just think what's going on on that page. You know, there, you know, guys can leave whenever they want. M- almost every guy on the page has been invited by another man. Yet we're still holding strong at 9,100. I bet we've lost several hundred over the last nine months of guys who are like, well, this isn't for me. But but there's a reason why we're holding strong. Not only holding strong, we're growing a lot. We're growing is because this is meeting a felt need of guys. And it's a need to figure out who am I? You know, why am well, I like here? I, like I said, fellas, when I started this, I'm pretty selective anymore about my social media use. I don't think it's doing good things for my soul. I don't think it's good doing probably good things for my mind. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's brutal and certainly not for my marriage or, um, but that being said, if you're looking for a place to use social media, to be a source of encouragement, you know, block everything else at this page. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I really seriously believe this is not a bad way to start and end your day. Um, by just seeing what's going on and being encouraged by what's happening to men all around the world. Yeah. That's so good. Hey, I Sean. think, I think you'll be blessed by it, fellas. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think it's a wonderful. Hey, Sean, we're going to take a 30-second break and okay. hear a word from our sponsor. We'll be right back to our interview with Sean Strong. The Man Card Podcast is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that's building an army of men who are becoming the best version of themselves and changing their world. The war to change your world is epic. Every battle counts and every man in the arena matters. So get in the game by joining our closed Facebook forum for men called The Men in the Arena. There, you'll lock arms with men from all around the world who are stepping up as their best version. What is a man? What does he do? How does he live? When does he know when he's crossed over from male to man? The lines defining manhood have become blurred, and guys today are more confused than ever. That's why I wrote the man card, five characteristics separating men from boys. Guys, you're going to love this book. Go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. No book written defines manhood in such a way as this. I'll put the man card next to any book ever written on the topic. Yes, I believe it's that good. In the man card, I expose several myths of manhood and draw a line in the sand between men and males. This book will change your life. Guys, thank you so much for jumping into the arena with us today and championing the greatest battle of our time. Become your best version. Join the fight to change your world because when you get it, everyone wins. So, Sean, hey, we're back here now, man. Hey, so as you've you are as you lead this page, and I'm engaged, and we're posting stuff, but but I've really deferred and said, hey, you're the guy who's leading this page. Have you have you seen any differences in how manhood responds geographically, or would you say we're all in the same boat? Oh no, guys, that's what I love about this. You know, as you look across, when I said the nation, and all else, it's the world. Um, I, I think it's refreshing to see manhood is manhood. Yeah. And all around the world, good things are going on in the lives of men. And that, that for me is probably the most encouraging. Um, I think even sometimes with just, uh, you know, let's be honest, our political climate's pretty rough right now, regardless of yeah. which side you're on. <laughs> it feels like a really divided time. I mean, I realize I've only lived, you know, 43 years of life, but I don't remember um, a season, number one, where the world felt this small. 
Yeah. And number two, where it felt like we were more polarized in our opinions. And in my mind, that's how we lose as a nation. Um, and to watch this, it's been encouraging to realize, okay, good things are going on in the lives of men all around the world. And I can celebrate that. I can get behind that. Yeah, and that's and, something I want to be part of. Yeah, and you know, every so often you'll have a guy that'll throw, try to throw something up there that is a, a polarizing type of question or comment. And I think we do a pretty good job of uh, not letting that post show up on the group. But well, what are some? We've got a video, a, t- a pinned video that guys can watch that explain the rules. But what are some off the top of your head, Sean, as you're uh, navigating and leading this page, what are some of the rules that, that you're uh, uh, going with? Oh, number one, guys, be respectful. I mean, this is just a page to encourage one another. It's not a page for political debate. It's not a page for religious debate. It's not a, a page to come after and attack one another. There's lots of places we can do that garbage at. This isn't one of them. <laughs> um, quite frankly, guys, that's where I'm walking away from those social media. I mean, I just think it's kicking our butts, especially yeah. as men. We don't even see it coming. So be encouraging. Be a blessing. Um, and not only that, come in with, uh, you know, even, even in a, a desire to share your own gifts with us. And every single one of you listening today has something to offer. And if you've been quiet, if you've been hanging back, figure out what it is, fellas, and encourage us too. Um, I want to be the only voice. I want to be encouraged by you. And wherever you're at and, and listening from, you have something to offer me as well. And I'd love to hear it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and, you know, there's power in the thread. You know, it, one guy asks a question, one guy's struggling with an issue, and he gets a thread of 55, 56 answers. Really, at that point, at some point, the answers really don't matter as much as the number of men getting in the arena with this guy to Correct. lift his arms up. Correct. Yeah. It's very cool. Agreed. So, so when, when, when do you see these posts that want to go online? Uh, when do you reject, Sean? Which ones do you go, you know, I'm, this one's not going up? I suppose a couple things over posters. I mean, we it's easy to get out, there, easy to get out there and get pretty as zealous about what you had to share. You yeah. know, sometimes guys less is more. Let's be honest. Um, as I've gotten to know some of you across the nation, I just I love what what's going on in your lives. But sometimes less is more. Um, you know, if if it's at all controversial, if it's at all looks as negative connotation, if it looks like it's going to generate any kind of a debate that wouldn't be encouraging to one another. We're just going to delete it. It's just not worth it. And there's other places you can go on Facebook and engage in that kind of crap, but this just, this just isn't, isn't the place for it. So, you know, our goal in creating this was number one, to get to know each other on a global scale. Number two, to be encouraged as men together, to stay the course. And and I said, I have four kids, I got 12 to six. I joke again, my nice statement was, Hey, you going on vacation? I said, no, I'm not going on vacation. My kids are. Yeah. I'm just going to babysit them while they're on vacation. Oh, totally. Well, and the other but, thing, you know, that, too- that's my reality, guys. And I, I wouldn't change it for anything. I love my life. I love all the moving parts. I love the craziness. Um, but, I, but I need guys to encourage me to stay the course because let's be honest, it's not easy. Yeah. And the other thing, too, on the posts, because I mean, I have administrative authority as well, is, you know, let's stick to the topic. The topic is manhood. So if you're going to put something up there that doesn't. S- align with our topic of discussion on this page we will probably reject it as well so be really careful to, yeah like, that you know, and, you know guys it's just not a place for your fundraisers um it just isn't yeah uh, we've got our own stuff going on but i just i don't use this as a platform for soliciting those things um now on a side note guys that are out there i would say this this ministry is is, is um created by great hunt for god and i do support that ministry i support it not only privately my own family we give to it but our church gives to it 
Um, so if you are going to support or looking for something, I would highly encourage you to prayerfully consider supporting the Great Hunt for God and the Man Card Podcast. It's what makes this page possible. But as far as other ministries and things going on, it's just not a platform for that. That That's not the reason we created it. Well, a lot of the stuff we see on social media, because you, you can purchase ads, you can you can do that and pay money. And we do that as well. But a lot of that is for people to grow their business. We yes, are not correct. interested in growing the financial side of our business. No. I have not had a, a raise beyond cost of living for since I've started this thing. I make what I made as a youth pastor. Uh, you know, it's it's a little frustrating at times that we are not in this for the money. We're in this to make a difference. Uh, and so when we uh, just note that our page is not a page about getting rich, our page is about growing men and building God's kingdom. But that being said, though, Sean, we also on that page, are, we are sponsored by the Great Hunt for God, the Man Card Podcast. Uh, all of those who ad- administrate that page are involved, and in that that is, we are the ones who, that is our organization. However, we really believe in partnership with other organizations out there reaching men. Can you talk to uh, how partnership uh, affects the group? Oh, gosh, guys. I mean, we're created to partner. Yeah. I mean, we are stronger together, every single one of us. And so we're always keeping our eyes open for what's going on out there, uh, what movements are doing great things, not only the lives of men, but, but even beyond. I mean, families and marriages. So we're always keeping our eyes open for that. This is not a Lone Ranger ministry, nor should it be. Well, and we've got uh, guys you, like our friend Vince Miller at Resolute for Men, and he's out of Minnesota. Uh, he posts videos regularly. And, hey, go for it, man. If you're in that area, we have Mike Yarborough with Wolf and Iron, and he'll post stuff, and David Dusek with um, Rough Cut Men. And, I mean, the list goes on. Jeff Voth with C- Voth with Cave Time. You know, the list goes on. Brian Doyle with Iron Sharpens Iron. Hey, guys, if you got an organization, if you got something out there, man – you can encourage benefit us. our guys, and you can yep. encourage us. Go for it. We just want to be really careful because yep. this platform is not your platform. It's actually our platform. So we want to partner with you, but we have a guy right now who, who uh, a great guy, great heart, great communicator, but he's posting videos every day, and we're having to reject those because it's it, it's not. We'll, we'll it's put, just too much, and guys. we'll we'll put one of much. his videos up a week, so we'll post some of them, and they're good videos. But we got to be really careful, guys, that if you want to start your own organization and build your own platform, then go for it. But just be careful as you partner with us to real, be sensitive that this is a pro- platform that we have. Uh, built and so uh, we want other groups to come in and promote their curriculum and promote their stuff but we also want to be careful that they are not dominating uh, what we're already trying to do yep that's right so uh, so what are some of the part what are some of the organizations Sean that you've seen on that page that you're going oh, I like these guys anybody stand well, out I think I think you just hit hit most of them that I would have mentioned <laughs> yeah um, and, and that's been maybe the most encouraging thing is to realize all around the nation around the world great things are going on. And uh, in a small way, I love to be a part of it. And if nothing else, just to watch it from a distance. Well, yeah, and and, and we're not, you know, we're not so naive as to say we want world domination in the ministry of manhood. We realize that our strength is in partnership. That's the strength. Our strength is each other. Let's be honest. Yes. So now based on that, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say at a local level and now at a a global and at a national level. Which brings its own challenges and problems. And one of those is uh, we have guys that are putting, uh, posting on this pay group and having questions that are deep and require more than just a thread. And so if a guy needs some uh, one-on-one ministry, what, what has been set up and established to help that happen? 
Well, well, so let me just take on one you mentioned earlier, gender dysphoria. Guys, I'm realizing this is, this is a big issue for all of us, but I would say that Facebook is not a platform to probably engage in a healthy discussion of that. So a couple things. One, we'll always encourage you, if you got a local pastor you can trust, yep. by all means, start there. If you don't, private message me. Um, I'm easy to find on there. As you get to know some of the other arena pastors, private message them. And some of these conversations need to either happen over the phone, happen in person, or happen in private message. But we understand these, these, are, these are real conversations. They need to happen, and somebody needs to walk with you in these areas. Uh, we just recognize that oftentimes um, Facebook comment stream is not the place uh, that is healthiest for that conversation. Yeah, and I think every arena pastor has one thing in common. They are involved in a local church, and so we will always point you to local church first. You have your relations, physical relationships there. You That is where you live. That is where you grow. That is where your deep roots are sunk. But we do have eight arena pastors from, pastors from five states, ranging from uh, Georgia to California, to Oregon, all around uh, Arizona, uh, all, uh, all over the place, Colorado. And they are here for our men who need uh, a phone call, some kind of encouraging word that is beyond the thread. So my question is... Yeah, especially Sean, if you yeah. don't have a local pastor that you can trust and go to. Yes. Um, these guys, you can. Go ahead. So so if I let's say I'm listening to this podcast right now, and I, and I have a real heart uh, to uh, be a, an arena pastor... Do I need to be a vocational fat pastor? Do I know have a Do I need to have a certificate of ministry uh, or a master's degree? What do I need uh, to get involved as an arena pastor? You know, I can tell you for the guys for me that I've uh, that have been selected and added to the team. Um, kind of like anything else, the guys I watched for a while and I watched their comments. I listened to their wisdom. I saw how they interacted with other men, and at some point, you realize this this is a very wise man with a lot to offer other men. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that certainly is, is one avenue uh, that we have used. I myself, I'm, I'm a full-time vocational pastor. I have been for um, 17 years in three church plants. Um, so you'll really see kind of a wide uh, demographic in that sense. Yeah, and I would say that uh, we have a man on the East Coast who is not a pastor. He's a, He works for the government, and he's a guy who functions well on our page. And we did have another guy recently, <clears throat> excuse me, who who wants to be an arena pastor, but we have not seen a lot from him on the group. And so, you know, we want to vet him. We want to make sure that uh, he is engaged and involved because this is not just about, you know, you saying you're an arena pastor. This is about yeah, that's exactly right. you Thomas. coming on with the right heart and right motive to, to pastor these men. So uh, where can we, so where do we find out who these guys are, Sean? Is there a place we can go and, and see these guys in their bios? Well, and Dale can probably speak to that even better than I can. All right, Dale. Yeah, mancardpodcast.com. It's just mancardpodcast.com. Drop down the link uh, that says Arena Pastors. We'll have bios on there, pictures, and uh, you can kind of check out who they are. And, you know, you can uh, link up with the one that you think looks the best. Or has the best bio? I don't know. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say best body. For I'm like, yeah. whoa, 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 way back up, baby. Oh man. So so so, Sean. You know what is your goal for for this page? Like, what would you see this page? What would you like this group? I keep calling it a page. It's a group. What would you like this group to look like in, let's say, a year from now? Well, number one, guys, if you're listening and you haven't added friends, I'd do it. You, you got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Um, when I kind of went through my own friend list, I just kind of like a night in a church. You can always say no. You can delete yourself from the page. There's nothing wrong with that. 
Um, so in that sense, I'd love to see guys go through their friend list, add some men that, you know, would be encouraged. Number two, I guess what I envision is, is a growing population of men from all over the world devoted to encouraging one another to stay the course in the stress bubble of life. I mean, it's as simple as that. What I love about it is I'm getting to know more and more men is the wide range of ages. Gosh, I appreciate some of our guys with a lot more years and experience coming in and encouraging some of us younger guys that yeah, are, yeah. you know, right in that sweet spot of everything is stressful right now. I'm going so many directions. I can't keep any of them straight. Yeah, that's And gosh, statement. some of these older fathers and grandfathers and great grandfathers that come in and chime in and share their wealth of wisdom with us. I love it. I mean, that's what it's all about. And you recognize a lot of us don't have those people in our own personal lives. Maybe you don't have that man that's in his 80s that, you know, has lived a lot of life that can come beside you and say, hey, son, you got this. Boy, I remember those days and here's what I did and this is what got me through. And, you know, a lot of us in our own personal communities, we may not even have those folks. And now you've got this page where you do. And so I've just thoroughly enjoyed watching that. Well, and, and I'm really excited. I'm really excited uh, because in October, uh, I'm launching a the first ever virtual team. It's going to be through Facebook Video Messenger Live. So we can have up to six people on that team. I've already got one guy committed from Worcester, Massachusetts. I've got another guy from Alaska who's not on social media, but I think he's going to start get a, a page so he can be on in this group. He's very, very desiring uh, to be a part of a, a team. So, what, what, are, what are, can you explain virtual teams? These guys and how those interact. Do you feel like you could do that? Well, I mean, it's as simple as this, man. As we get to know each other, and I'm going to be one of those creating a virtual team. Uh, rather than gathering in an office or gathering at a coffee shop or your local bar or wherever it is you might gather with a group of men, now we're going to do it online. And the same way you would gather face-to-face, we're going to gather online and use either FaceTime or Skype or some of these other resources that we have to be able to meet together and what we would call virtually. But in all honesty, we're still spending that same time. You might spend face-to-face with a guy. Now we're doing it at, at a national level. Uh, with guys all across the nation that you just kind of resonate with. And so part of that is just watching. You know, as you get to know different guys, what guys do you resonate with, what guys do you have some things in common with, and uh, creating a virtual team with those guys and, and meeting in that way. Yeah, because unfortunately a lot of churches are not like your church that caters to men. A lot of these guys are involved in churches or aren't involved in a church and have no way to access uh, these resources with yeah, a group. Yeah, and, and, so... and are probably feeling pretty alone. Yeah, and pretty isolated. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I think I'm really. Hey, man, I'm getting the finger from my wife that it is time for me to continue on my anniversary exploits. All right, bro. Hey, Sean. Thank. Hey, I'm gonna let you roll, buddy. But hey, thanks. One last question: of the fivefold aspect of manhood: protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. Which one resonates with you on your anniversary the most? Right now, fighting apathy, guys. I mean, again, <laughs> I, there's. Well, I'll be honest. There's so many things warring for my time. It's easy to think because I'm busy, I'm, I'm doing good things, but that's just not always the case. So I've become very selective with my time, energy, and resources, and in doing that, I just feel like I've got to constantly fight being apathetic uh, to just spinning my wheels. And that's really good coming from a guy who is anything but apathetic. So, Sean, say hi to Emily. Thank her for letting us uh, play with you today on our podcast, and uh, thanks so much for investing your time and resources in thousands of men from around the world on the Men in Arena Closed Facebook page. All right, man. Stay the course. Always good hanging out. Love you guys. All right, you too, buddy. See ya. Man, you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Changing your world is the toughest thing you're ever going to do. Guys, we've got three steps that will help you. If you follow these, I think they're really, really going to impact your life, help you become the best version of you. Enlist in our free resources, such as the Great Hunt for God app, 
the Man Card Podcast, and the, of course, Men in the Arena Closed Facebook Forum for Men. Number two, invest in resources that will change your life. We have a ton of wonderful resources through the Great Hunt for God. If our stuff does not connect with you, I have friends with Resolute. Uh, I have friends with the Cave Time. I have friends with Rough Cut Men. I have friends with Wolf of Nine. I mean, there are groups and 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 uh, people all around this country. Iron sharpens iron. Rapid. Uh, what's that? Relevant practical ministry for men. There are groups, uh, uh, noble warriors all around the country that would subscribe and help you out. Man Up Ministries. Go get involved in something and invest in your life so you can become your best version, guys, and change your world. When a man gets it, everyone wins. So be involved in your local church. Be involved in your community. Get involved in the lives of your children and in your marriage. Get involved in a virtual team so that you can lead the way for the next generation. Guys, join us in building an army of men in the arena who are becoming their best version and changing their world because when a man gets it. Everyone wins. Until next time, feel the wet sand of the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. Be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called The Man Card Weekend with The Men in the Arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card, Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. Do you want to keep your man card? Then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode, The Man Card Podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, join our army and become the best version of you. Get in the arena. Let the world feel the full weight of who you are. Grind it out. Be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.